I don't know. That sounds like the name of a of a song or something like that. Can you auto tune that part? Photo bombs. Never mind. You're listening to the GoCast podcast, your one-stop shop for news, updates, and community in the world of Pokemon Go. Photobombs, Generation 8, Time Dragons, and more on this episode of GoCast. Hello and welcome to episode 36 of the GoCast podcast. It's March 3rd. My name is Chris and I'm joined by Ness. Hello. And returning guest host again for the second time in a row. He's on his two-day streak. It's Nick Cooper. Undefeated champion of the world, Nick Cooper. Thank you. There you go. I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> My bad. I did miss the subtitle, or I guess, would yeah. that be, what's before the name? Is that just a title? Yeah, it's just my title. Hmm. <laughs> hmm, just the title. Okay, well, anyway. I think so. Welcome back, Nick Cooper. We're, we're glad to have you. If you guys don't know who he is, just go back and listen to last week's episode where we went into great lengths and nobody wants to hear that again. So yes, we'll save you, save you that. But anyway, welcome to GoCast. It's been, it seems like it's been a lifetime, even though it's only been a week. It's been a very long week for Ness and I. Um, <laughs> we did a lot of moving. And for Nick Cooper, he's been hit by a lot of weather. So yeah. Yes. A lot of weather down there well, in Florida. Florida. Aggressive, <laughs> a lot of rain. deadly weather. Yeah. <laughs> it's currently um, tornado warning, so that's exciting. Oh. Well, maybe we'll catch your tornado live on this, not live audio recording when people hear it. That'll be pretty sweet. It'd be pretty sweet. <laughs> you going to leave it in? <laughs> I promise you, if you get hit by a tornado, just in honor of you, I won't edit the entire thing. <laughs> okay, sweet. Just leave in the... Oh! <laughs> like flown out of my house. A so bunch of Okay. Well, anyway, welcome again back to GoCast. We're here to talk about Pokemon Go and Deadly Weather because those two go hand in hand. They funnily enough, yeah, they really, they really do. <laughs> they do. Yeah. Okay, but before we hop into all the news and stuff like that, as we normally do, I do want to remind you guys really quick that if you want to help support the show for no cost at all, you can leave us a review on iTunes and or Stitcher or wherever you listen to us, Apple Podcasts, you know, take a pick. Please do. It helps out the show immensely, gives us amazing extra visibility so more people can find us and enjoy the show just like you do. And that's the whole point. And I did want to point out that uh, tomorrow you guys are hearing this on Monday, if you hear the day that it's coming out. I'm going to be sitting down with JC Picks, also known as Pop Punk Pokemon. He is a spectacular AR photographer. Um, we're doing an interview tomorrow, and that'll be up probably Wednesday or Thursday. You guys can expect that, just like the past few interviews have been on a Wednesday. So look forward to that. It's going to be really awesome. I know I'm looking forward to sitting down with him and chatting about especially Ghost Snapshot that just came out. So that's pretty wild. But I'm getting ahead of myself, as always. Nick Cooper. How did your week go? It was pretty good. It was uh, pretty exciting. I actually bought a new car yesterday. So that's Ooh. probably the, the biggest event that I'll have in a, for a long time. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Just set the bar really high. That's fine. <laughs> what sort of car was it? It is a 2019 Honda Insight. Insert some sort of pun about Insight here. I can't think of anything. Yeah. And in Pokemon Go, I mean, honestly, it was pretty average, I suppose. We had the Clown Pearl event, which I thought I, I did pretty well in. But otherwise, it's been kind of a standard 
seven day uh seven day in seven day out kind of kind of work week hmm. so you didn't do anything crazy in pokemon go nothing nothing super interesting no i don't think so hmm yeah i think it's been kind of like pretty normal okay well ness what about you didn't do too much and we had the the clam pearl day like nick said i got a few shiny clam pearls that was cool but other than that wasn't wasn't really playing too much this week I'm okay. being honest, I had a lot of things going on. So okay. Nothing crazy. Well, your goal for this last week, Ness, yeah. was 200,000 experience. I did get that, yeah. Okay. And then it was one shiny clam pearl? I got five. Uh, yeah, that's right. We'll talk about that during clam pearl day. I don't uh-huh. want to get ahead of myself, but I'm I'm a salty sea dog. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Nick, I kind of blew past this, but did you get a Latias this past week? I did, actually. There we I go. I did. In fact, I caught, I believe, four or five, and one of them was shiny. Wow. Ooh. So, Good for you. Yeah. Um, and then did you finish the Celebi special research? No, I have not finished my research yet. I did finish that particular part, and I am the 24 grass or psychic type Pokemon away from Celebi. Ooh, oh, I, a, I finished so. my Meltan quest. Oh, that's right. You did. Oh, yeah, with the Ammonites, right? The Ammonites, the spa- yeah. yeah. It was very good for her. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes. Anything else in your weakness before you move on? I don't think so. All right, cool. So for me, I caught two shiny Sunkern this past week. Wow. Two. Wasn't even looking for it. Just kind of happened. So whatever, I'll take it. I didn't get any of the shinies that I really wanted from this event at all. Not even the ones I wanted for shiny Clamproll Day. So we'll get to that in a minute. But okay, so like I said before, or last week, I suppose, I went and I participated in the Twilight Cup. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And now this is kind of old news because we're in March and now it's Tempest Cup. And we'll talk about Tempest Cup later on in this show. But the Twilight Cup, it went pretty well. It was fun. I kind of have a hard time keeping the dark poison and fairy typing sort of straight when it comes to like super effective and resistances and stuff like that. I don't know why. I think it's just because it's it's not as straightforward as like, you know, fire, grass, water, rock. You know, the stuff that you have memorized since you've been like seven. I did come in, what was it, third or fourth? I tied for like the second tier amount of points to get. So it wasn't wasn't too bad. Did okay. But I don't know. I didn't feel too good about it. <laughs> I guess I didn't know what I was doing half the time. It felt like. Okay, enough of that. We've been teasing the Clam Pearl Day conversation. Let's dive into it. Let's do the news. All right, Clamperl Research Day. Let's do it. Nick Cooper, how did you do? I made out pretty well. I ended up with four shinies and uh, a couple high IVs. They're not incredibly useful from what we learned last week, but uh, maybe I'll hold on to them for some reason. Maybe I'll just okay. candy them. I only was able to evolve one, and I ended up getting a Huntail, so I'm still Ooh. need enough candies to evolve the second one, but pretty well otherwise did you end up pineapping all those clam pearl that you were catching or no no i didn't pineapp the clam pearl because wasn't that the that was the water day event right yes, yes. so my pineapps yes. went to magikarps and whalmers oh right oh, because you were doing that's that right. yeah. yes mm-hmm. yes that makes sense all right well ness how did you do i did well i um, know i got five shiny clam pearl and i think i evolved three of them and i got all gorbis no Huntails. No, no <laughs> Huntails to speak of. Um, so Huntail would be nice. Maybe Nick and I can trade when we meet up next. But yeah, yeah, I, I did okay, I think. It was a much better research day than the... Phoebus day? The Phoebus Absolutely. day. Oh, 100%. Yeah. It was so Hands much down. better. Yes. I think I still have some tasks from it because I haven't been doing much this week. So we'll see if I get more. But yeah. it was good. 
for myself, I fell short by quite a bit for my five shiny goal. I only got two. Ness got the five I was I shooting did. for. She, her goal was only one. She got five. It was me. Man. So I evolved uh, my one shiny Clamperl into a Gorbis as well. And then two regular Clamperl also into Gorbis. Neither of us got a Hunt Tail. Weird. Weird, right? So it's hmm. 50%. I don't know. It was wild. 50-50. <laughs> Just a coin <laughs> flip away. Yeah. So I, I don't want to really dig too much into this because we actually did our coverage of this event like as far as details go and stuff like that last week. But just really quick, it was good, bad. What'd you think? Would you do it again? Would you look forward to an event like this again? Nick, go. I really enjoyed it, actually. I thought the amount of approachable, completable tasks were pretty high. I didn't feel like there were any that I had to actually get rid of to to get something that was a little easier. And also, I wanted to mention that I didn't see a single one of the catch a the bugged quests Oh, the catch a magic harper Obelmer? Yeah. Ironic. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't happen see any, upon of, those any of those. Nope. Yeah. I think they removed them from the other time zones as soon as they were catching on to it because it mm-hmm. was pretty, pretty bad. So overall, I, I'd rate it really positively. Awesome. Ness, what did you think? I really liked it. Um, like I said, it was much better than the Phoebus Day. The tasks were a lot more attainable. You know, it was only like three throws, five throws, that sort of thing. Catch an omanite, like, fine, I can do all of that. Mm-hmm. So it was a lot easier and it was a lot more fun and entertaining and much less stressful. I think the weather was just as bad for us. So that's saying something because we stayed in our car most of the time, but it was really good. I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed it. It was fun. We were able to actually get out and walk because while it was cold and windy, the snow drifts weren't like a foot deep. So that wasn't so bad. We went on the exact same path we went on last time. Yes. But no snow buildup. Yes. Happy days. Really great. Yeah, yeah, I enjoyed it. Not too bad. Yeah, I think it went really well too. Pretty much but exactly what you guys said. The tasks were way better, more accessible. It was great. Hands down, I would look forward to this event in the future for another Pokemon and definitely participate. All right. The next piece of news here is that Smeargle... Smeargle, you can finish your Johto decks. He's live, but there's a catch to catching Smeargle. So once per day while using Go Snapshot, the new AR function that just came out uh, last week, last week, Smeargle has a chance once per day while you're using the thing. He has a chance to photobomb one of your photos. And then when you get out of that Go Snapshot session, he'll spawn in the overworld nearby. So don't do it while you're on public transport because he'll spawn next to you and then he'll disappear because you'll be like on a bus or something. People were saying that online and that was heartbreaking to just read from somebody else. So have you guys snagged any smear goal yet? No. No. I'm putting an Eevee on the desk now to see if it'll work. But no. <laughs> okay. Um, I, I managed to catch two of them. Um, I got really lucky. The day that he came out and it was live, the first photo I took was a Smeargle photo. But other people really? have been reporting, including my sister, mm-hmm. were reporting taking thousands of photos and Jeez. not getting their Smeargle. So here are a couple of tips on how to maximize the time spent doing this. The Smeargle is determined whether it will be in your photo session as soon as you pick the Pokemon. And he will always appear in the first photo. So you do not need to waste your time taking 15 photos of the same Pokemon. It also doesn't matter if you change your Pokemon in between each session. So you could pick the same one over and over again, do one picture out, one picture out, one picture out, and see how it's going to go. So don't worry about that. 
couple other little indicators. If you take a picture in the bottom little preview in the bottom right corner, it'll pulsate three times instead of once. And if it does that, that means that smear goals are also you can kind of see him peeking in in the picture preview. He's like, ooh, and uh, you can't really see me. So uh, that was just a sound effect. But smear goals there. So hopefully that helps you guys in your hunt for smear goal. I know that was kind of frustrating for a lot of people. And it was like a big community effort to kind of get that stuff straight and put together. Nessa's taking AR photos in the room behind me. Yeah. What are you taking a picture of there, pal? This is my fajita. Okay. Did you get a smear goal? <laughs> no. Oh, bummer. Oh, That'd have been great content, though. I got a friend, though. <laughs> well, she got an ultra friend. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so something else that happened this past week that kind of like came and went really, really fast was this Pokemon Day celebration event. And Nick Cooper's going to tell us all about it. Yeah, it ran from February 26th through the 28th, so it's already over. Uh, and it featured increased Kanto spawns, Kanto region-themed raids, Pikachu and Eevee with flower crowns oh, that appeared both in the wild and from field research, and uh, Shiny, Pidgey, and Radita was released. And there's a new adventure box available in the shop, which contained 11 super incubators, some essence, uh, or some incense, sorry, um, star pieces and egg incubators, the normal kind. Yeah, it's a pretty cool box for, you know, people that like to hatch eggs and are just actually walking around a whole bunch. It's just for them. This box is still available, even though it came out with this event. It's still available right now until it's what, March, March 3rd. Yeah, yeah, March 3rd. So it's kind of exciting. You know, this event wasn't too much of a standout to me. I don't know. The flower crowns were cool. Shiny Pidgey and Shiny Rattata is pretty cool, but I don't really get it. Just for fun, I think. Nothing crazy? Just for fun? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but speaking of Pokemon Day, what I do know is that, okay, the whole Kanto thing didn't make a lot of sense to me, but it was Pokemon Day, so it's pretty cool that they did a celebration event. So Pokemon Day, that also came with a Pokemon Direct. And this is probably the biggest news that happened this past week, and it's not technically Pokemon Go. But it's Pokemon in general. And this is exciting for all of us. Pokemon Sword and Shield Generation 8 has been announced. So going to be for the Nintendo Switch later this year. Very exciting. It looks more of like a return to form. Not like Let's Go or Pokemon Around the Overworld. It looks like it has classic catching mechanics, battle mechanics, random encounters, all that stuff. It's going to be set in the Galar region, which is going to be UK inspired. Like, if you literally flip the map upside down, it's just Britain. And it's kind of like taking place during a time where it looks like nature and human ingenuity is colliding. So there's like a lot of steampunk elements. There's like a lot of overgrown buildings and stuff like that. It Ooh. is gorgeous. Very I Am Legend. Yeah, it's, well, I mean, not everybody's dead. Well, that's something. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you got that going for you pokemon all right so the biggest thing here definitely the three new starters right this is a hill to die on is it oh boy i can't <laughs> wait to hear what you guys are gonna have to say about this the grass starter grookey he's a mischievous chimp pokemon that is full of boundless curiosity and he's he's pretty cute it's a little monkey he's green to wave in his hand and the art he's like hello i am grookey what's up <laughs> nice the fire starter is a rabbit called Score Bunny. Man, I love this guy. A rabbit Pokemon that is always running about, bursting with energy. It's just like little like top knot with the ears thing a going fire on. Fire rabbit? Yeah, That's it looks cool. real jazz. I like that, actually. 
Yeah. And then the water starter is called Sobble, <laughs> a somewhat timid water lizard Pokemon that shoots out attacks as it hides itself in the water. I love this one. Yeah. In the it's cinematic. Just, uh. It's great. Yeah. The mouth is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> just looks like the pikachu face it does yeah, yeah it's the like surprise pikachu <laughs> an evolution of the, of the pikachu face mm-hmm. um, in the cinematic it was invisible it had a camouflage and came out of the water and was oh, like shooting cool. water at score bunny's footprints because it set the grass on fire it's like stop that don't do that yeah so i gotta know i did make a poll online so i know how everybody else feels about it but i don't know how the two of you feel okay. about it which starter are you guys going to pick for your playthroughs I think I'll go with Sobel. Sobel. Sobel? Sobel. Okay. Yeah. Why? <laughs> I like his face. That's good enough for me. I don't know. I like it. I like that it can kind of go invisible, and I like the water starters. I don't know. I like Sobel. Okay. Nick Cooper, what about you? It is absolutely Sobel. Yeah. Sobel is top tier. <laughs> Look at him. It's just so cute and, and tiny and like worried. It's like yeah. a little worry word. <laughs> he looks very worried all the time <laughs> now might i remind you that these forms are only going to be around until like level 14 or 16 or 18 so you're like what's your point i'm gonna stop playing before <laughs> that point so <laughs> then it'll just become cuter right yeah. absolutely uh i'm a score bunny fan i really like that they actually have a rabbit starter pokemon that doesn't look very bland i think it looks super creative my only worry for this is that we've had so many firefighting starters as they hit stage three i don't want this guy to be a firefighting please give it something else make it fire electric make it literally anything else come on i'm dying here but i know a lot of people love grookey they love him to death and in fact i think that's the one who won our poll i feel like scorpion would be like fire ground you know or fire normal since they're rabbits i was thinking grookey looks like he would be like grass ground the mm-hmm. green with the brown? Maybe. So the results from the poll I put up, it only got 25 votes. So there's about 25 people. Sobble got 24%. Score Bunny got 20%. Mm-hmm. And Grookey got 56%. Wow. wow. Okay. I wasn't expecting that. But okay. there's, I mean, I don't know. At first people were like, yeah, Score Bunny. Then all the Sobble people were like, listen, he's a cutie pie. And then all the Grookey fans were out there in force. It's like all the people that picked Bulbasaur. You know, I'm pretty excited about Sword and Shield. I, I'm hoping that there's going to be some sort of Pokemon Go integration, even if it's a small little thing. That's the only reason why I kind of brought it up. Also, I mean, it's a new Pokemon game, so what's there not to be excited about? But, I mean, if there's anything like the integration that there was in Let's Go, there's definitely something to look forward to here, even if you're not a, quote, main series game, end quote, Pokemon fan. Legend has it that the uh, that the last boss fight is the queen. Ooh. Is the queen... The yeah, last, the Queen of England, Chris. Have you ever heard fight? of her? Queen oh, Liz. no, I'm sorry. I'm American. <laughs> oh, okay. Even I know Queen Liz. Bless I, I her. Know of, of course I know about the Queen of England. Bless her. I'm American. Of course I know about the Queen. Wait, yes. wait a minute. Hang on a sec. Wait a minute. Let's back that up. I, I'm really hoping, actually, that they kind of address... The, they, they brought up this monarchy stuff in the actual Pokemon universe, like in X and Y. So I'm kind of hoping that they bring back some of that stuff, and this would be the perfect setting for it. So Weren't who they knows? saying that this one might be in Scotland? I mean, it's going to be in the UK, so it's going to be have mm-hmm. have a bunch of different inspiration and other mm-hmm. places to travel other than mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the mainland mass, probably. Cool. I yeah. like it. I like it. That'd be pretty red. Okay, enough of that. Back to Pokemon Go, strictly. We're on a tight schedule here, folks. Are we? 
No. All right. The Safari Zone, Sentosa, Singapore. What's cool. going on there, Nick? Hey, from April 18th to the 22nd, the Safari Zone is moving, I believe. Um, from 10 a.m. to 8 p.m. on each of those days, it'll feature Pokemon Tropius, Unknown, Lapras, Shuckle, will release the shiny form, mm-hmm. uh, Jatini, and Alolan Exeggutor. Uh, shiny Shuckle, 10 out of 10, by the way. <laughs> oh, yeah, absolutely. What does it look like? He's blue. Great form. Is he? He's, He's blue. blue. He's blue. Yeah, he looks great. Same, but he found a blue shell instead of a, <laughs> instead of a red I one. Know. Oh, he's precious. Like, look at him. yellow little wormy body parts he's like, like yeah. don't even look different. He's it's like just the blue shell. The blue shell in Mario Kart. It's like, I found a new house. Okay. I like it. I like it. <laughs> yeah, uh, Tropius is cool. That's going to be the feature regional there. So those of you in Singapore don't normally get access to Tropius. And so, hey, there you go. I mean, and the rules for this is kind of kind of weird because it does span four days, like Nick was saying. But we'll have all the information on how to register and how to attend if you're in the area for that. We'll have that link in our show notes, as we always do, so you guys can look forward to that. Now, it's on to, uh, you know, the usual change of the winds as the month moves on from one to the other. It's March, y'all. And you know what that means? It means a raid shakeup. Thank you. Uh, and wait. a research shakeup, right? No. No? <laughs> nope, that didn't happen. We'll get to that. You know what? Actually, no, because it's one sentence. Research tasks are the same as last month. No. Yep. Yep. Why? That's it. Well, uh, it's not a, It's not the most depressing thing we'll talk about here in this conversation. <laughs> Let me tell you. True. Let's, let's get through the good part first. No. So new raids. Tier 1, Makuhita, Meditite, Magikarp. Nick, looking at you, man. Dratini and Shinx. Okay. <laughs> All of those can be shiny. I like those. That's all right, right? Yeah. Tier yeah. two. Here's where it gets weird, folks. Monferno, Breloom. A boy, Breloom. Alolan Exeggutor. Tall boys. Mawile and Combuskin. Okay, uh, interesting. Mawile is the only shiny in that tier, so hey. Mawile, get out. Mm-hmm. Go away, Mawile. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> tier three. Machamp, Hitmonlee, Donphan, and Alolan Raichu. Interesting, okay. It seems kind of like, like a, a fighter tier. Like a thin mm. tier, though, too. Only four? A little bit, but you That's know. Little, um, mm. Tier four. Alolan Marowak. Uh-huh. Polyrath. Don't yep. waste your time on that one. Rhydon. No. Tyranitar. And then Absol, okay. which can be shiny, of course. Right, right. So can Alolan Marowak. I always forget that. Tier five. Big news. Big, big news. news. Dialga, big, big baby. News for big boy. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> uh, so even though it kind of like was delayed by two hours by accident because Palkia was still hatching, Dialga's out, out now for this entire month, basically. And if you get an EX raid pass, it's still attacked Deoxys. So that hasn't moved Boom. or changed yet. I'm kind of looking forward to it changing. I might be. Give uh, us Mewtwo cowards. <laughs> they gave us so much Mewtwo last last year when you weren't playing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've I've had enough of Mewtwo. We have like twenty Mewtwo. <laughs> yeah, like really. Okay, now keep a tissue box nearby because this is some sad news right here. The new breakthrough rewards. Thank goodness we're done with the January February mess. Is it? Is it? Thank of goodness? research breakthroughs we were looking at those legendary birds we were looking at hollow we were looking at lugia what else were we looking at last month i don't remember who else was in there besides the legendary birds the and, dogs oh also the dogs, yeah, the and, dogs then and, the and lugia yep. that's right yeah. that's right they changed it thank goodness it needed to be changed all right i'm looking at this list what's different only three okay cool what they take out the legendary birds what they put in all three of the regis the legendary regis <laughs> 
<laughs> legendary Reggie. Now I have to say this is, might be in honor of Reggie from Nintendo of America uh, retiring. If that's the case, hats off. Other than that, we this don't is like it. Kind of we unacceptable. Don't like it. <laughs> so yes, you heard me right, or you inferred correctly from what I was saying. The lineup is the legendary dogs and Suiku and Raiko. Lugia and Hobo, those two are shiny mm-hmm. uh, chance still. And then Regirock, Regice. Registeel. Registeel. Uh, Reginald Steel. <laughs> That's Mr. Reginald Steel to you. <laughs> I just don't get it. I just yeah. don't even get it. I think it's it's good yeah. for some people, especially if you don't have any of the Regis because you miss all those raids. But even then. I honestly have stopped doing research. Like mid-January, I was just about done. I, I have no reason to do it right now. The shinies were really the, the part that I was looking forward to. Because even if I have each of the shiny birds, which I do because I did the raid days, even if I got one of those as a shiny, at least that's a nice consolation prize. You know what I mean? Like, that's pretty cool. But there's only two chances in this entire pool of eight that can be shiny. And three of them are virtually pretty much unusable in any other function besides having as a trophy case right and if you played last year you got the reggies they were pretty easy to Mm -hmm. snag Mm -hmm. so i don't know i mean are are you guys looking forward to any of these i'm gonna still not do research (laughs) really okay that's fair enough i mean i don't have most of these i think the only ones i have are lugia and tay and i think i caught reggie steel from this past research but no not really to me having like usable raid tier like attacker pokemon would be nice to have for research breakthroughs yeah i just i wish they were shiny that's it i mean yep. i would be okay with this entire lineup if all of them were shiny chance what are you gonna do i'll tell you what we're gonna do we're gonna move into gear up put all that sadness behind us thank in the you back seat see you later thank you okay all right well i mean i'm not sure if you're gonna be thanking me in a minute why do you have we're like gonna... this boss accent going on i, I don't know i you can't just like it. keep just rolling when into it when there's a little bit you of can't sass, stop it it's where it, it, it just kind of it's, it's like thank comes you, in, you know what I, mean? I can't i can't stop it's all right <laughs> rolling okay. into gear up we're getting it <laughs> we're, gonna, we're going we're gonna go into gear up <laughs> Like I was saying, I'm not sure if you're going to thank me for this or not, but because we're going to talk about some PvP meta stuff. It's March. That means it's Tempest Cup time because we just had the Twilight Cup. So, of course, we need a new cup. We've actually known about this cup for a while. We just haven't talked about it on the show because it hasn't been pertinent. But now that it's the first week in March, boy, oh boy, is it time. Let's do it. All right. The types you're working with this month are electric, ice, flying, and ground. Those four memorize them you might notice one of them ground we've had before so you might be saving a bit of stardust and that's really great because i put a lot of stardust into pokemon last month for one evening of coming in third or fourth place i don't remember (laughs) (laughs) okay let's talk about best picks and i do want to say i'm pulling most of this information from the tempest cup overview and guide that's posted on pokemon go have we will definitely have that linked in the show notes you can pull what do you want to pull out of all the information the same way that i did so best picks according to this outline i'm going to tell you why that this is the case for lapras lapras is going to be a really really good pick because it's going to be tanky it's going to be great to have as a water attacker especially against you know anybody that's ground that's going to be fantastic the best moveset you're going to want to bring is Water Gun and then Ice Beam and Surf. Here's the caveat. 
ice beam is actually legacy mm. which is kind of a bummer and its replacement ice charge move is blizzard which isn't as great no it's it's just not good on the yeah. return if you can land it if you can land it it wrecks it really does but you normally don't so if you're going to use lapras that's great go for it look out for these counters lantern obama snow and tropia so those guys pop up you're pretty much done next one altaria now, I know what you're thinking. Altaria, that's 400 candies. I can't do that and then also power it up. Listen, you can. I believe in you. What you're going to want to bring on this guy is Dragon Breath, Sky Attack, and Dragon Pulse. That's two Dragon Attacks and one Flying Attack. You're going to get Stab on all those. You're going to be good to go. Again, Altaria, not the greatest damage dealer, but so much bulk that it will win any one-on-one, basically, except for anything that directly counters it. And those counters include... Alolan Ninetales, Lapras, Pyloswine, Dugong, and Mamoswine. Because ice, flying, doesn't work out. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. All right, next up is Skarmori, which is a returning contender from the Boulder Cup when we last saw Steel. So you want to bring Air Slash and Sky Attack, and if you're feeling saucy, bring that extra charge move, make it Flash Cannon. Always feeling saucy. Good. Then you're going to be bringing Flash Cannon on your Skarmori. I'm a saucy Flash Cannon. Oh, okay. Um, (laughs) We're going to walk that one back. If you want to, if you want to counter Skarmory, just like I don't know actually how to counter what she just said, Alolan Golem and Lantern is what you're going to look out for if you're using Skarmory. Tropius is up next. Tropius is really cool because it's grass and a flying type, which is just cool typing in general. Razor Leaf, Leaf Blade, both of those are grass. And then Stomp as its normal backup charge move for you to choose from. If you're going to have Tropius, look out for Skarmory, Moltres, Charizard, and Altaria. Obama Snow, Grass and Ice type. You want to talk about unique typings? That one's pretty rad. It's an evergreen tree. <laughs> it's going to bring Razor Leaf, Outrage, which is a dragon type, and uh, Energy Ball. Pretty interesting. Ooh. Counters to Obama Snow include... Moltres, Charizard, and Skarmory. Somebody else want to read a couple of these? Yeah. Charizard, Fire Spin, Blast Burn, which is from Community Today, and Dragon Claw. When you when you pick Charizard, you want to watch out for, for a couple of these bad boys, including Alolan, Golem, Rhyperior, Lantern, Lapras, Pillow Swine. Great. Thank you. Oh, more. Uh, <laughs> Quagspire. <laughs> When you take Quagsfire, you want it to learn Mudshot and Stone Edge, but also Sludge Bomb. And when you when you take it, look out for the counters, Tropius and Obama Snow. Can you tell not me why Obama you want to look out for those? Not Obama Snow. Absolutely <laughs> Ooh, not. Because ice is cold in the ground. <laughs> it's true. That's, uh, that's right. That's right. For, for Lantern, when you take it, take Water Gun, Thunderbolt, and Hydro Pump. When you take it, look out for Tropius, Obama Snow, Wishcash, and Marshdomp. Is uh, <laughs> is Swampert not? Is that not low enough? Or Swampert? Yeah, not not really low enough. I'll tell oh. I'll tell you why in a minute because we'll get to it in the other notable mentions as to to why that's the case. But if we want to talk about more. some more, there's one more. There's Pillow Swine, which has Powder Snow, Avalanche, and Stone Edge. That Stone Edge is an important one. Counters are going to be Lapras and Alolan Sandslash and Steelix. Other notable mentions are going to be Wishcash, Celio, Steelix, Glalie, Torterra, Magneton, and Raikou. Okay, so a couple of omissions. And to answer Nick's question, 
might notice that on other notable mentions, I didn't leave in Mamoswine, even though Mamoswine yeah. is on that list. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Swampert as well. So here's the deal. I mentioned this on the show before, but if you evolve your Pokemon and it hits that CP ceiling of 1500 at, at its third stage, it will be a lower overall level, which means that it will have less HP. Okay. Mm. So if you bring a Marsh Stomp over a Swampert and they're both at 1500, the Marsh Stomp will be a higher level than the Swampert. And therefore have, based on its base mm-hmm. stats, of course, that makes sense. will have more health and I last see. a lot longer. That does make sense. Yeah. But sometimes you want the damage increase. Or sometimes, because as you level up more and more and power them up with starters and stuff like that, it gets exponentially more. Well, not exponentially, but it gets more and more expensive. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you're just like, ah, man, I'm just going to evolve. I don't want to deal with putting, you know, 100k into this guy. But, you know, th- there's strategy to, to both. So, yeah. Sure. Are either of you guys going to be building a Tempest Cup team? No. Even if it's just for funsies? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess it's just me then. I'm going to bring my Skarmory and my Wishcash for sure because I've already got those guys made out. So Skarmory seems like a guy who needs another evolution or an evolution. In the first place? Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Or a yeah. baby form. I can see something just real cool. Just shake it up. Something real cool. That'd be pretty rad. All right. You know what else is pretty rad? What? Me being done talking. Let's go yeah. into Pokalore. All right. So with Pokalore, we're going to talk about Dialga today, the temporal Pokemon. Dialga is a dark blue sauropod-like Pokemon with some gray metallic portions, such as its chest plate, which has a diamond in the center. It also has various light blue stripes. It has fin-like structure on its back and crest on its head, resembling a dinosaur. Dialga also has two horns on the top of its head, two fang-like horns around its mouth, and three spines on the back of its neck. It has three claws on each foot with the same metallic look as its chest plate. Faint cracks exist across its body. The wing-like structure on its back can be used to focus the flow of time, as seen in the Explorers of Time, Darkness, and Sky. Dialga can warp time by either speeding it up, slowing it down, or stopping it altogether. As Dialga primarily resides in a different dimension, its behavior is nearly impossible to study. It has been shown to be very protective of its home, it also tends to have violent conflicts with its counterpart, Palkia. Dialga is the only known Pokemon that can learn Roar of Time. Dialga has an impressive attack stat of 275 and defense stat of 211. It's slightly hamstrung by a lower stamina of 205, though. But its max CP can be 4038, so it'll be really high up there Big as boy. far as legendaries go. And its best moveset is going to be, at least for Dragon, Dragon Breath, Draco Meteor, or for Steel, Iron Head, and Metal Claw. I think you're probably going to want to go for that dragon move set, if I'm being so. very honest. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's pretty interesting to have as a steel attacker, especially if you missed out on Beldum Day. True. And you don't have Meteor true, Mesh. True. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, it's one of the few dragon-type legendaries that is actually neutral to dragon, right? With its steel typing? Yes, because it's so steel So it can typing. actually be really useful as a dragon attacker. Right. It's not yes. Rayquaza level of, of damage, but it's way bulkier. Mm-hmm. 100%. I mean, yes, the TDO is going to be kind of through the roof. But again, the only problem is that lower stamina stat, 205 is like... Not great. It's okay. It, it's been... It, yeah. The rank is 99 out of 516. I mean, it's okay. Yeah. But for a legendary, especially when you're looking at it for that niche or somebody that can resist dragon and... Well, not resist, but have neutral damage from dragon and stay in there, you want that bulk so it'll last longer. Mm-hmm. Just doesn't really have See, it. See, that's why you put your Reggies in, just for that bulk. <laughs> Regice, man. <laughs> Absolutely. I only raid with Agrons and Reggies. <laughs> oh, man. 
He's number 19 in everybody's red group. Yikes. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do the Pokepole. Awesome. So the Pokepole last week was, what will it take to get you to change teams? What would you change to? Ron says, my wife and all of my children took Mystic and now they want me to change. I don't know what to do. <laughs> oh. Julian says, probably if it was completely struggling to hold gyms in my neighborhood, I would change. Fortunately, there's a good balance where I live. So hashtag Valor for Life. Yeah, buddy. Pop Punk Spice says, nothing. Mystic or death. Those are the only options. Oh, no. Chris Poopa oh. says, free cookies for a year and then maybe I'll switch to instinct. Well, that's nice. <laughs> Phil says, if they made a green team, I'd switch in a heartbeat. I would too. I'd Marlo says, no how hashtag that. Team Rocket. Ooh, the, the, the dark underdog. Mm -hmm. Bud Bear Nate says, I like the discussion you had on the show. I think the only thing that would get me to change is if there were incentives to each team. Ashley says, never switching. Hashtag Mystic for life. T-Hub says, Zapdos is best boy, but red is my favorite color, so Valor all the way. The only way I'd switch is if, like, Instinct was given an extra permanent incubator or all eggs hatch for a shorter distance because I hatch a lot of eggs. But there's nothing that would make me want to join Mystic. Oh. <laughs> Taz says, I'm in a tough spot. My coworkers and family and friends are Mystic. My son just yesterday read the news about the medallion and said, I want to be blue like his friend. But over the past six months, I've formed a bond with my fellow Instinct Gym and Rating Buddies. That is sad. You're right. Hmm. I think you should just split the difference and just go to Valor. There you go. <laughs> <I'm telling> you. <laughs> so this week's Pokepole, we're going to talk about what we're looking forward to most in March. Is it Dialga, other raid bosses, research breakthroughs? What is it that you're looking forward to this month? Let us know. I kind of want to know what you guys are looking forward to. Not the research breakthroughs. <laughs> Absolutely not the research breakthroughs. I'm excited about Dialga. I, I think it's say, Dialga. Are we, all, are we all on the same page that we're just looking forward to Dialga on this I think one? So. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm kind of looking forward to news about the, the next raid boss, honestly. Dialga is really cool, but I mean, it seems like all signs are leading towards Rayquaza, the shiny version as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there was a big leak. We don't really talk about rumors. Well, it's a supposed leak that there's going to be like a raid train like weekend for Rayquaza. The shiny might come out, I think, mid-March. So it might happen in a couple of weekends Ooh. from now. But you can never trust these rumors. Although, you know, this one has been getting like a lot of push momentum. Eh, we'll see. If you guys want to answer this uh, Pokepole, you guys can go ahead and send an email to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Speaking of emails, we got a few really great emails from some spectacular peeps. This first one is from a Chris. Hey, that's a great name. That's a great name. Ness, what did Chris have to say? Hi, this is Chris here coming from the UK. Love the show, been listening for a long time, and you guys have a great team. My question for you is about gyms. In my community, I'm sure most groups have a lot of animosity within them regarding gym control and who has control and who doesn't. So I was talking with my admins the other day about returning to the old gym system and having coins be given in things like your first five PvP battles. Nothing would change with gold badges or raids. It would just cause less stress as it took hours to defeat a gym. Love you all, Chris. Trainer level 40. Hashtag Valor for Life. So, I don't know, Chris. I have to say, if you guys all as a group agree to a way of running gyms and who has control and who gets coins and all that stuff like that, that's great. But if somebody comes in and deviates from that, especially if they're not part of your group, you gotta be okay with that. That's the only yeah, they're thing. They're just playing the game. That's part of the game. Yeah. Right, but, I, but I've heard so many stories of people, especially on the Pokemon Go subreddit, that are just like, this person's breaking our rules. Like, what are we supposed to do about it? And everybody's like, what do you mean? There's nothing to do. 
They're just playing the game as it's intended. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. If you guys have an iron grip on that area, then that, that's cool. I mean, do your thing. That's awesome. If, especially if it's benefiting everybody and that's all they want to do. But, you know, don't get like mad at somebody if they don't want to do that as well. Best of luck to you, Chris. Let us know how it goes. Yeah. Next one's from Timothy. Timothy. hey yo. Me again. Not sure if you remember, but I emailed a while ago about how Pokemon Go is in Disney. Yeah. It is amazing. Everything is lore moduled and tons of stops. Plus, you can get three regionals down here. Corsola, Carnivine, and Heracross. Got multiples of each. Too bad. The longest a Pokemon lasted at a gym was like an hour. It was great, though. Again, love the podcast, Timothy. So, Timothy, you're definitely coming to GoFest and trading us these regionals, right? <laughs> hey, I have three Carnivines saved That's up. That's true. Ooh, so, I'm, yeah. I'm ready for you that. You are also trading so us these things. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know if I have the others, though. Well, you don't have Corsola or Heracross? I don't have Heracross for sure. Corsola is the, just the little coral, right? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's pink. Oh, I guess mm -hmm. I do then. Yeah. You I'll have to really? catch some of those. Yeah, How often so. do those spawn for you? Pretty frequently. Yeah. I must be in the regional area for both of the Corsola and the Carnivine. I'll, I'll mm -hmm. get a couple of you guys. Yeah. I think Heracross is more South Florida. I think so too. Even leading towards Central America. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Hey, really cool. I, I mean, I've always wanted to go to Dis back to Disney's ever since Pokemon Go came out because I've seen so many screenshots and stuff like that. It looks rad it's just like lit up with stops and they're always like you're saying they're always lured the spawns are awesome that sounds really great so jealous of you good for you for going out there that, that sounds really great this last one is from robert matthews hey there go casters and nick rob here i hope my email finds you in good health Thanks. so one day <laughs> i went a little too crazy following pokemon down a cul-de-sac and got lost i actually used pokemon go's map to navigate my way out of that neighborhood it got me thinking of a good question for you guys. Do you guys have any interesting experiences using the Pokemon Go map feature for more than finding Pokemon? Yes. Can't wait to hear the stories. Hope you have a good day and happy catching. I know where you're going. Yes, you do. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so when Pokemon Go first came out in 2016, Chris and I went to New York and we actually used the Pogo map to navigate through Central Park and most of New York the entire time. I don't think we used Google Maps at all. Nope. We just used the Pogo wow. map to navigate through. And it was a lot of fun. It was There's really cool. a lot really of like, cool. side paths and stuff in Central Park that Pokemon Go had mapped mm -hmm. out that wasn't very evident in Google Maps. Yes. It was pretty cool. Yeah. That was a really fun adventure. Yeah. Nick, have you had this experience before? Have you like just walked around without just an area you've never been before and be like, oh, well, look at that. Yeah. Um, occasionally when uh, I try to raid over lunch, I have an hour uh, lunch and oh, uh, fancy. I, I like to. Yeah. Wow. Um, so I, I have tried to walk to certain gyms that are in within walking distance and, and following the map. But I, I actually have a, an idea for a feature that I feel like should oh. be in there. Oh, do tell. Drop a marker. Hey, this is where my car is. This is where I need to come back to. That's cool. Like a, a kind of homing beacon. You think just for you or for like friends too? or I mean, just probably just for one person. Sort of yeah. just like, hey, this is where my car is parked at. Like Because mm -hmm. so much of Pokemon Go is getting out and exploring areas that you're not necessarily familiar with. That having that sort of backup is, you know, could That'd be, be nice. quite, quite nice. Yeah. Yeah. I know that a lot of people are talking about like being able to send flares out in the area hmm. there are a lot of people in the area to kind of call people out that was one thing but i really like the the pin idea that would be fantastic there's so many times where you go wandering around and you're like where did i come from yeah which direction do i go that yeah. would be really easy yeah be really great I, I think so too there's a lot of things that they could build out that'd be really great I, the whole flare idea 
was would be awesome just to get people to show up to a to raid that out. you're at. Yeah. Or even if there was just like a way for you to check in and be like, hey, I'm in the area and ready to do this raid, but I could, you know, I'm going to come back in like five minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like just that I'm interested in game, but I don't think they want to, you know, undercut what like Discord's got going on, what people use the Facebook groups and I stuff mean, like that, you know. Still. I feel like it would only yeah. add to it. I mean, the the flair of the I'm interested would only attract people who are nearby who either are using the Discord because they're nearby and, and getting ready to join or who wouldn't be joining regardless because they aren't in the Discord. Right. That's right. true. It would good... just encourage them to kind of like hop into those those services to check it out. Yeah. yeah. It's a good common platform, I think. I think they should have drones deliver uh-huh. physical flares uh-huh, to gyms uh-huh. and real and then Pokemon. You shoot it into the sky. Real life. I think the drones should be able to pick us up and bring us to the gyms. I think they should mm. just build gyms in real life. I think the gyms should be drones and mm. they can come to us. <laughs> mm-hmm. 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 I like where you're going. I like where you're going. Okay. All right. Visionary over here. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you so much for the email, Rob. Uh, And that's pretty much going to do it for the show here. If you guys want to send us an email, you can send it to mail at gocastpodcast.com. Go ahead and visit our website. That's www.gocastpodcast.com. Follow us on Twitter at gocastpodcast. Like us on Facebook. Just look for the Gocast Podcast. And if you want to help support the show and join our Discord like Mr. Colin did this past week. Shout out to you, Colin. Hi. You can go to Patreon, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com forward slash GoCast podcast. And before we get on out of here, well, I guess Ness, because Nick will not be with us next week. Nick can set his goals anyway. I'll set my own personal goal, yeah. All right, let's let's do it. Let's do it. We'll we'll phone it in. We'll just call you up and just be like, hey, (laughs) did you do these things? Text him in the middle of the show. Yeah. All right, Ness, you're up first. Uh, 200,000 XP. Okay. And a Dialga. That's it. <laughs> That's respectable. Thank you. Nick, Thank what you. about you? I'm going to set it pretty low. Uh, I have a new class starting this week, and I think it's going to be pretty intense. So probably just a Dialga. Maybe I'll, I'll hit it with a, I want to dab one time. Done. All right. Uh, for myself, I'm going to shoot for a Dialga or two. And I'm going to probably start getting my Tempest Cup team together. I want to have at least a third one built out, ready to go. I'm not really sure in this new area where we are if there's a community or not that's like lively that might be hosting tournaments and stuff like that. I got to do some research. I think we're only going to find out if we end up going to raids and running into people mm-hmm, though. Mm-hmm. So we'll have to see. We'll get back to you guys on that one. We'll see you guys next week for episode 37. Thanks so much for Woo! listening. And Nick, thank you so much for joining us these yeah, past two weeks. It was nice. Really appreciate You're it. You're very welcome. It'll be nice to get back to listening. (laughs) (laughs) Not doing the work, just appreciating Nobody's stopping you from also listening to yourself, man. Just saying. I got a weird voice, you know? What? No, you don't. It's so nice. Everyone feels that way. Everyone feels that way. They do. That's true. Just, yeah. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Bye.